there's only 90 days left in this year. There's only, well, not to get technical, but there's probably what? 92? 92? <laughs> but by the time this airs, there's probably going to be exactly, exactly 90. And this is like the final push to the end of the year. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to get after it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from the research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. And hey, Peg, you can't even look at me right now because you have the giggles so bad. (laughs) I'm over it. I don't have the giggles anymore. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're laughing at all. So let's get on with it. All right. On today's episode, we are doing a review of our 19 for 2019 list to see what we have accomplished so far and what is still in need of some attention for this last part of the year. And Umi Likey, Jenny is loving a cookbook, and I'm loving a book also that I just finished reading. My win is an update from last week's learn, and Jenny's learn is related to not having a key for her car. But first, a quick update. Uh, As you may remember from last episode, which was episode 66, we had some issues with our audio and as it turns out, it was totally my fault. I didn't have my my earbuds in for some reason and that's what was creating the echo in Jenny's beautiful voice. So fingers crossed that this week is much better. And uh, just in case you aren't aware, um, I am not like a high tech situation over here at my house and I am the producer and editor of this show and I am working hard and my tech skills are getting better but they aren't really radio quality so I really hope that you'll forgive me for the odd weird thing that's that happens with the sound in the podcast and stick around for the great conversation between Jenny and I okay let's get (laughs) just we're just a couple gals doing our best we're doing our best okay Let's get into today's episode and uh, we'll talk about how we are doing for our 19 for 2019 lists. And then we're going to talk about what we have planned for the rest of 2019. Yeah. And for those of you who maybe are wondering what we mean when we say 19 for 2019, this is a concept that we became aware of through our online pretend best friend, Gretchen Rubin. It's a list of goals for the year that you make. And we've done this for the last two years. So, If you get the theme, last year was 18 for 2018. So we each do some thinking and dreaming on what we would, you know, think would make for a great year. Those things that are kind of, you know, on your mind that you want to accomplish. And then we make the list. And so if you want to go back and hear some of the episodes where Jenny and I first discussed these lists, you can check out episode 26. And that's where we did a review of how our 18 for 2018 lists and goals went. And then in episode 27, the very next episode, we did the big reveal on our 19 for 2019 lists. And then in episode 56, which was about halfway through the year, we did a mid-year check-in to see how things were going. And uh, based on our personalities and tendencies, I will give you one guess as to who had more of their lists checked off at this point. And I'm also going to go ahead and guess that as we go into today's episode, this trend might continue. I'm just saying, 
I think I pick more low-hanging fruit. Oh, you're so sweet to like let me off the hook like that. And uh, also, the other thing we did at the beginning of the year is we each chose a word for the year. And then mm-hmm. some of our items in our 19 for no- 2019 lists tied back into that word to help us get uh, our goals more focused. Yeah. My word for the year was recreation. And Peg's word for the year was intentional. So let's go through, Peg, our list. You can go first, and we'll see how you're doing towards your goals that you set for the year. Okay. So number one, continue with our weekly podcast, The Improvement Project, through 2019. Done and checked off. We've been doing that regularly. We haven't missed a week. Good job, team. Number two, get skincare help and then consistently take better care of my skin. Throughout this year, I've been going and getting facials every once in a while. I've got a better skincare program. I've got better lotions and creams. Uh, It puts the lotion on its skin. It's great. (laughs) Number three, uh, read one nonfiction and one fiction or fun book per month. Uh, I've been way ahead with reading. I've been reading a lot at night and keeping my phone in the kitchen to try and stay away from the digital soother that is my phone sometimes at night. And uh, so that's helping me stay on task with that. So that one's checked off. Plans for our renovation to our house next spring. Uh, Get the architect engineer um, plans and we've done that. And then we're now in process of starting to do some quotes for the big parts of that. So that's checked off. Learn to speak Spanish. Uh, Use the app Duolingo Daily and be able to have a simple conversation by November of 2019. I would say I'm just about there. I've been, I'm on a streak of 218 days in a row. That's awesome. And um, uh, I could probably have a simple conversation. It would have to be simple, but I definitely could have a conversation. Uh, Number six, email inbox zero, get a better system and stick to it. Uh, This is still a bit of a disaster. So I'm open to any suggestions that you have, Jenny. I have a tip for you on this one. Okay, what is it? Um, You just um, select all and delete. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Good tip. Good tip. If anybody else has any suggestions as to how to organize their inbox, I'm open to those as well. I Uh, mean, mine is the simplest and the most effective. You're right. You're right. Um, All right. Number seven, outer order equals inner calm. As you may recall, that is the name of our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin's book about um, decluttering. And I wanted to get all drawers, cupboards, closets, and dressers, uh, basically cleared out and reorganized and that's ongoing. So that one is sort of checked off. So I'm getting there. Number eight, monitor spending and saving more closely with a budget app. I did this in April when we did our challenge and since then not so much. I resist this one. So that that's one maybe I can revisit as we come into this last part of the year. Number nine, treadmill desk up and running. The pun is my favorite every time. I think that this one is in the works and it's more relevant to me since my back pain episode this summer. So as a result of the fact that I had such back pain, John is more willing to help me with it. And so I mentioned it and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. So he's going to help me rig something up on my treadmill in our workout room so that I can put my computer on it and walk and work. So that's exciting. Number 10, here's an interesting one that maybe Jenny, you have a suggestion or maybe our listeners do. This was a photo wall of fame in my front hall and hallway. And I haven't done this, but now I'm hesitating because in the spring, which is only a few months away, really, we're going to do the renovation where the whole house gets torn apart. And all of that stuff would have to get pulled down, stored, and then maybe afterwards there would be a different space. So I might want to do something different. So I I don't know if I just want to like maybe leave this one and do it after the renovation. I think you should put this one on hold. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for giving me permission to do that because that's how I felt about it too. Mm-hmm. Number 11, organize spices and spice drawer. We need to make a date to do this because I really feel and like you can help me with it. I have found some good things for this. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. we better get on this. Okay. 
Number 12, uh, finish an online course called the Virtual Business Academy. I haven't done this course, but I have been all fired up and super productive taking some online courses about Instagram and building online courses lately. So um, I'm in that world and I will come back to that specific course because I do want to finish it. But um, I am uh, working hard on trying to do some other things in to get my online world a little bit more uh, robust, let's say. Gotcha. Number 13, complete handstand course. Move closer to my goal of a press handstand. So I'm not sure about this one because of the back pain episode. So this one I'm also maybe going to have to postpone just because it's not really a good idea for me to be doing this kind of stuff when I'm still just getting over this back pain episode and I'm still just working on standing up out of a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think that this one might also get postponed, which was not my plan, but sometimes you just got to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 14, opt in for my website, a uh, free online course about habits. So this will go along with the official relaunch of my website was how I originally uh, worded it at the beginning of the year. But um, this I'm actually in currently in the process of right now working on this. So great. Stay tuned for that. Number 15, create and launch an online paid course about habits. So this will come after the opt-in. And I'm very, very curious to hear from our listeners. What are the biggest questions or struggles with habits that they have so that I can include best practices as I go through this process. Mm. Number 16, get our will done. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. This is what we talked about last week. The paperwork's yes. done and we've made an appointment with the lawyer for next Monday. And this is also my win for this week, which I will cheer about again in a few minutes when we talk about our win and learn. Um, number 17, get a better handle on Instagram and post daily. I'm currently also working on this. I just went through some courses on how to organize and get rocking on Instagram a little bit more. And number 18, digitize all photos of heart and hard copies that are in albums, then organize them. This seems like such a huge job. I'm not sure about this one, especially in the next three months. This one might also get pushed to 2020. I just feel like it's a massive undertaking. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm ready for it. It's a bit, I, I actually have some photo scanning to do myself. Isn't there a way, and maybe some of our listeners will know the answer to this. Isn't there a way that you can take all of your photos and just send them somewhere and somebody will digitize yes. them for you? Absolutely. There's a service. Okay. Maybe I have to look into something like that. Mm-hmm. And number 19, uh, monthly, John and I wanted to hang out with one of our eight nieces and nephews one-on-one to increase connection with our little people. Um, and in terms of that one, it hasn't been every single month of 2019, but it has been most of them. And we've spent a lot of time with our nieces and nephews this year. So that's been fun. That's really cool. So the that is my list. The thing was ambitious. I respect that. The which one? The skiing. Oh yeah. When we took the little ones every Monday. Yeah. That's that's so fun though. That's, I love that. Yeah. That was super cool that you did that. Um, how's your list going, Jenny? Um, it's going well. I will say Peg, if you have any weird feelings about what you have and haven't accomplished about your list, your list is very ambitious. Well, I'm, I'm gathering that now that I'm whatever, nine months into this process and realizing how big some of these things are. Those are some biggies there. So don't beat yourself up because that was, that was a big one. Maybe I'm going to take a, a page out of your book and really focus in when I do my 20 for 20 and see if I can make them more bite-sized and less epic. Yeah. Like lower the bar, lower. <laughs> okay. You're almost there. Lower. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Okay. Let's look at mine. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. Since we're talking about my bar being lower. So the first one was focus on video. 
So that sounds kind of big, but I knew what it meant. So this is going well. And this was kind of, I would say, more of a professional goal for me at work. And I've been working on converting these online webinars that I do into kind of usable videos that can go on YouTube um, and then also converting podcasts into YouTube, like all of these things to kind of get things to different channels. So taking that same content and using it different ways. So this is something that I've been on top of, and I actually have some plans to do some other video um, this fall for work. So that's going well. I feel good about that. Awesome. My next one is learn more about uh, Adobe products such as Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. So in order to do this, I signed up for an InDesign course through something called Gale Courses. So this is like an online learning platform, and it's available if you use your library card, actually, it's these, it's a really cool service and you get it for free with your library card. Um, and this course started at the beginning of September and I have not signed in. I think the reason why is because it didn't cost money. Oh, there's something about that. Yeah. It has made me not take it as seriously. And I've actually, signed up for courses on this before, perhaps even the same course and not done it. So I think that in order to get on top of this one, I've had this idea that I need to book time on my calendar at the same time every week that I focus on learning. And then just that's what I do during that time. So I need to put something on the calendar. Um, Hey, before you go on to the next one, speaking of uh, Photoshop and the library. I just was reading the St. Thomas Library newsletter this week, and they have a workshop that's free that you can go yeah. to on Adobe Photoshop. Yeah, it's on Photoshop Elements, I believe, right? Oh, is it? Oh, I've missed yes. that part. So, and when I was in university and taking photography and things as part of my degree, I took Photoshop and all of that, but it's changed so much. Okay. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm really. I'm realizing InDesign is where I really want to be focused right now. It's just kind of getting better at using that. So Okay, cool. In addition to that, my other one is learn more about Google Analytics. So I use Google Analytics regularly, um, and I just want to learn more. So I'm thinking what I need to do is kind of like, you know how they, have you ever heard of this where Google has like an hour a week, you can just, like their employees can just learn about anything they're interested in? Yeah. I feel like this is what I need to do, where I need to like just, set aside some time regularly that I just do some learning. Okay. But anyway, number four, similar to yours was be more on top of your money, including monitoring your investments more closely, contributing more regularly and better budgeting. This is going well. Um, I have been getting better about putting money into my investments because I have been trying to think about my, get a little bit more serious about my retirement. Um, and I've, I've been enjoying using the budget feature on mint.com and I can't believe I didn't do that before or the mint app either way. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying budgeting. Sometimes it's just like, wow, look how badly I blew this month, but it's usually the fast food budget. But anyway, not getting into that. Um, number five was invest in something to improve the house. And then I had in brackets, fireplace or patio. Well, this is a major check check off the list. Um, because not only did we put in a gas fireplace, we also put in new countertops and had our patio replaced with concrete slab, which has made it easier for us to maintain. Yeah. Everything's great. So So good. 
it's yeah, it's some nice low maintenance, good improvements. So this was definitely more than we planned on doing, but it definitely seemed easier to just kind of bite the bullet and get it taken care of. And, um, being a more frugal person, I will say, uh, it was easier to just get these expenses out of the way and over with rather than kind of chunking them out. So yeah, kind of cool. like a ripping the bandaid off, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything looks yeah. great and it's done and it's all the mess at once. Yes. M- mostly. Yes. Mostly. Yeah. Um, and then the next was build a table base for the office or a dining table. So this is going to be accomplished. Uh, very shortly because my grandparents sold their home this year and I inherited their dining table, which it's been in their home since 1957. And I believe, and, and they told me that they actually bought it secondhand. Cool. So I'm really excited to refinish this table and use it as my everyday dining table. It's got a lot of really cool memories for my family. And I'm just, uh, I'm really looking forward to having it be a part of my home. And it, I got to admit, I'm getting a little overclamped talking about it. It gives <laughs> me the feels. And uh, I just, I feel super honored to be the custodian of this cool piece of furniture. It would be neat if um, the, the furniture could tell stories. Yep, it would. <laughs> it would. It really would. It was really sweet. There's uh, chairs with it. And my brother and I were talking about me redoing it. And he kind of has the feels about it as well. And he said, don't fix the chairs because they squeak. Oh yeah. And he was like, don't fix them. Cause he likes how they squeak. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um, so number seven, do the men's game for a month. We did that, uh, where we got rid of things each day. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, we did daily exercise, 20 minutes walking or weight bearing. Well, I did this for the first third of the year or so, and then I've been slacking for the summer, I'm not ruling out incorporating this for the remainder of the year. But I also want to be conscious of the amount of daily habits I take on because I tend to take on too many and then I start to feel like a habit robot because as the Gretchen Rubin four tendencies, I'm an upholder. So if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And sometimes it's to my detriment, I would say. And you've probably witnessed this with me. Uh, Sometimes. Stretch more. I had that down. Yeah, that was not, that's not a tangible goal. I should have made that one clear, right? Like what that meant. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Back walkover slash handspring on a trampoline. That's number 10. So I'm calling this a win because I did that backflip on the trampoline at Shirkston Shore. Yeah, it was awesome. In the harness. It felt amazing. And I actually, since doing it, I don't know if I really care about doing this anymore. Okay. Like doing the, um, I think because of the amount of nausea it gives me to go backwards. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's reasonable, but okay. anyway. Uh, 11, go on two short getaways with Jeff. I have been crap at this straight up. We also don't know if we care about going on getaways, just the two of us during this kind of season of our lives. So that's well, then maybe that, that maybe that one's a, a win then, or you can check it off because that's what you've recognized by putting that down. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like I felt like I should do, right. but then I realized we actually don't really care. Like okay. we're kind of, yeah. Uh, number, and it's not to say we'll never do this. It's just at the season of our lives we're in with a little guy, we are kind of just soaking that up and we're okay with our choices. All right. (laughs) Number 12, plan a family summer holiday. Well, yeah, we went on a fun little trip to Shirkston Shores this summer and we had a really good time and it really kind of felt like a classic summer vacation. So check, check, uh, one dinner out with Jeff per month. Yep. This is on track. This is good. Um, 
we're actually going to, I had the idea of starting to set it in our calendars for the 14th of each month. Cause the 14th is our anniversary yeah. as a way to kind of automate it so that cool. we don't have to like remember to do this. Cool. Uh, number 14, visit grandpa once a month at the nursing home and visit or call my grandma minimum one of once a week on track with that. Um, I had a really good visit actually with my grandma the other day and she just randomly started telling me tons and tons of cool stories from when she was around my age. Awesome. You know, one of those conversations where you're like, I sort of wonder if I should be recording this right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Very interesting. Very cool. I am so lucky. They are 94 and 93 and yeah, I'm lucky to have them. Awesome. Um, number 15, go skiing once, did it. And Peg joined us for our Valentine's day ski day. Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> number 16, take a dance class with Jeff. I haven't done this, but I do think this sounds really fun. And do you still uh, want to do that? I think I do. I think I do. Yeah. Um, I think there's some good uh, lessons from dancing that we could use vis-a-vis letting someone else lead. Anyway, Uh moving on. (laughs) Um, Number 17. And I mean, I need to learn how to do that. It's not just issue. All right. Um, Number 17, replace winter gear. I did that. We're skiing. Uh, Number 18, plants. Get more house plants. Done it. Yep. Got that. Now I just got to remember to water them. And then number 19 was buy stand-up paddle boards. Um, so yeah, did this. Got two inflatable stand-up paddle boards. Um, and we use them a lot. And But Peg, you and I never managed to go out and use them, which we had kind of planned on uh, doing. I know. We'll have to do it next year for sure. Yeah, we have to. And we will, um, we're going to have to get super serious about planning a day. Okay. But yeah, a bunch of my, I feel like a bunch of mine involved spending a lot of money and I feel like I just need to shut it down for next year. Oh, interesting. So I need to have smaller bites and you need to have things that are less uh, money involved. I think I had to put things like that on my list so that I would be comfortable spending the money maybe. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. I get a little overclamped spending money. (laughs) Well, your, your list really does, uh, like call back to your word for the year for sure. It, it does. And I think that that is truly, you know, it's funny cause I even think about those things that we spent a lot of money on. Well, not a lot, but more money on, um, the paddle boards. Sure. We did use them probably a dozen times. So that was great. We, like, we got to that, the point where it's like, okay, we would have spent this on renting. So we feel like we've recouped and we've been trying to get our friends to take them out as well. Like we, we kind of got them with the intent of loaning them out to other people. And, um, but the patio made for a ton of recreation this summer because we ended up putting an inflatable or one of those like, um, fillable 12 foot pools on it. Yeah. We spent a ton of time on that patio and we wouldn't have if we hadn't gotten it redone. Cool. So that was really good and chilling by the fire. Yeah. That's also been great. So yeah, I do think it kind of reinforces. Well, and all of those things are investments that will pay for years to come too, right? Yes. Yes. And I mean, some were for the value of our home and some were things we meant to do when we built the home nine years ago and haven't done. So it was kind of, we'd been putting it off for quite a while. So it was time to just get it done. All right. So anyway, that's it. Good job, you. Great. Good job. Good job. Okay. So now it is time for a segment, which was formerly known as what are you digging lately, which we have rebranded 
Ooh, me like it. Peg and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, and of course, random internet hilarity that we found and we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. Okay, so here's what I've got. I have a cookbook. And I came across this cookbook from a YouTube video from the Minimal Mom, who I've mentioned on this podcast before in her videos. Um, She was using this cookbook and talking about it. And it seemed really awesome. So I went on the St. Thomas Public Library site and I, and they had it. So I went and quickly checked it out like day of, um, and it's called cook once eat all week. And it is by Cassie Joy Garcia. So on the, on the front of it, it says 26 weeks of gluten-free affordable meal prep to preserve your time and sanity. Now I'm not a gluten-free gal, but the it's, it's a great book and you can always add in carby stuff if you want to. Um, but the basics are this, she gives you a shopping list and it's all completely laid out for you. So the shopping lists are for each week are based around kind of three key ingredients. And then she has these three kind of like, uh, main course recipes to make using those ingredients that are like shockingly different from one another. It's not like you're eating where, you know, you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't eat this three things again. Like she really manages to take those ingredients and turn them into drastically different things. So you do a small amount of prep to start off like um, cooking the food and then you kind of portion it out to how you're going to need to use it. And then you, when you go to cook the recipes, you just kind of pull out those things and it's more of assembling. Okay. It was, I would say pretty simple. The prep happened yesterday and tonight we tried the first recipe and it was so good. It was barbecue chicken and rice casserole and then had bacon on the top. Um, and so you pre-cook the rice, you pre-cook the chicken and all we had to do was kind of mix up the rice and the broccoli, put it in a baking dish, put the, put barbecue sauce on the chicken, put that on top, put the bacon on top and put it in the oven for half an hour. So that's not too bad really. Um, in terms of prep, um, it was shockingly delicious. Like it was much tastier than I thought it was going to be. And I can still kind of taste it in my mouth and it makes me want to eat more. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I love the idea of making something once and eating all week like that. I think everybody probably likes that idea. So that's really cool. Yeah. And tomorrow night is, I believe a, um, it, it looks good. And like, this will give you an example of what it, so tomorrow night is white chicken chili and it says prep time five minutes cool yeah and then the next night chicken and broccoli fried rice says prep prep time five minutes cook time 15 oh the other one said 15 so these are 20 minutes ish uh recipes and i mean that sounds pretty different right that's cool and ethan liked the one tonight yeah and he said to me before he goes um, just so you know, I'm not eating that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, thanks for keeping me in the loop. I appreciate it. And so, uh, we sat down to dinner and I was, I got up cause I realized he didn't have a drink. So I was grabbing him a drink and he said to Jeff, I heard him, he goes, you know, this actually is pretty good. And he, <laughs> he ate it all. So it was, it was really nice. So if I can get him eating something. Yeah. Amazing. Win, win. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so you'll have to try it out. Definitely. 
I'll right. let you know when I take it back to the library. Oh, perfect. And then I'll, and then I'll check it out. I like that. What do you, what do you got? Um, I'm, I just finished reading a book called Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. Oh, nice. So Marie Forleo is sort of an epic online presence. And um, yeah. I've been following her stuff for years just because I find her highly entertaining. And she came out with this book. And it's really great. It's like an awesome self-development. Anybody that wants to do something big. She talks about everybody has a special gift. They can change the world with only that special gift that you have, I think is her tagline. And she's really fantastic. And so if you're looking for a little inspiration, or if you are thinking about starting a new project or starting a new business, or if you just need a little like pick me up, this book is really great. And I think the phrase everything is figure outable could probably be employed by every person almost every day. And yeah. it will take us out of any sort of anxiety inducing moments of stress. Just by taking yes. a breath and saying to yourself, everything is figure outable. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard her on several podcasts lately um, promoting her yeah. book. And I, ugh, I have to admit, I'm not as hardcore about her. Um, but I would definitely be willing to check it out. Okay. I don't know how to phrase that. I just, I, I've not discovered the magic yet, but I'm sure it's there. <laughs> Okay, well, that's fair. Not everybody is for everybody, Jenny. That's what makes the world a cool place. <sighs> but I don't like saying that. I don't like putting that out into the world. All right, well. I seem to resonate with other people's messages more. Oh, well, that's lovely and positive and diplomatic. Oh, gosh. Like, I just, like, she's a real person. Like, so, I mean, I can't say anything. She's lovely. But it's just, I don't know, for whatever reason, there's been other ones I've kind of jived with more, like, in their ideas. Well, I and don't by know. the way, if you read her book, on. she's the very first person to tell you that if you like her, great. If you don't, go somewhere else. So it's yeah. just, it's exactly what it should be, right? Like, the people that yeah. like you, great. The people that don't, well, that's okay, too. Like, not everybody's for everybody. Yeah. 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 Let's move on. I feel weird talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to you win or you learn. Oh. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they could just be celebrations and little bumps in the road in our everyday lives, which is where I'm landing this week. Well, before we get to that, let's talk about my win because we let's... always like to bring it back to me. <laughs> Let's well, and we always start with the win. Let's start on the positive here. All right, you got it. All right, well, and let me bring Jenny into this win too, because it was because of her encouragement and accountability that I think that finally bolstered <laughs> me up, <laughs> bolstered me up to be to make this possible. So thank you. Um, but John and I, as I mentioned when we were talking about the nineteen for two thousand and nineteen, John and I finished the paperwork for our will. Finally, I've been putting this off for two years. It didn't take near as long as I thought it would. And although it did stimulate some interesting conversation about worst case scenarios, it felt good and practical to talk about those things rather than scary. And that's the takeaway that I want to pass on to everybody else. If you have an important task like this that you're putting off because you think it's going to be scary, well, it might be a bit uncomfortable, but the feeling afterwards is so much better than having this weight on your shoulders for potentially years of putting off this task. So yeah. I also made us appointment to go to the lawyers to sort this out next Monday and to make it official. So yay for you. So yes. well done. Thank you. And thank you for your help. Yeah, I think it worked out well, though, because I think, you know, and I, I think this is what we're learning from doing our list, too, is it's one thing to have a goal, but it's another thing to put a timeline on it and, um, 
you know, have someone that you're accountable to. And I think if nothing else, if, you know, if you're listening to this and you hear how long Peggy had been putting that off and our little conversation, let that, you know, kind of maybe light something up for you that something that can be that big and daunting, like listen to how happy Peg sounds about that. Woo-hoo. Maybe, maybe this is life telling you it's time to get after something. Definitely. Yeah. So tell us uh, about your learn, Jenny. I've got to learn and it is a learn related to maybe not staying on top of something and maybe perhaps letting my minimalist tendencies get the better of me. So about a year or more ago, one of my two car keys broke. So you know the key, the key where it's like your key fob, like the electronic little remote, and then you hit a button on it and the key kind of flips out? I'm, famil- I'm familiar with that. Yeah, I've seen that before. Okay. My John and I, both ha- we both have cars that are from the early 2000s, so we still yes. have just the whole old key business, but I know what you're talking yes. about. It's Yeah, so mine's a 2012, so it's starting to have a little bit of wear, and, and this is one of the things that has been an issue. Okay. So um, my last year... I had this thing happen where the, I opened the key and the, the metal part shot out and I tried to crazy glue it back. And I, I remember when you did this, this was a while ago. Yeah. I downcycled the key. I completely, I ruined it. I completely ruined it because I put glue on it and it melted the metal somehow. And anyway, so that one was wrecked, but the remote was still useful and was in great shape. But the the metal part that, you know, you start a car with was not usable. So I just been using the other key. I've left the other one in my little key thing. And now it was getting in rough shape. Like, you know, like the rubbery cover, Yeah, it was ripped and the, it was all ripped around the button. And today the button fell out. Oh no. <laughs> so now I don't even like, there's no button there to push to unlock my car. So then Here's the worst part. So then I hit the button for the key to come out and the key shot right out. So now I have to, in order to turn, like to put my, to start my car, I have to like with my hand, take the little metal piece that flew off, put it in the ignition and then take the fob and kind of push it on there to turn it. But then the fob just falls right off. And the people remote, are going to think you're hot wiring your own car. Oh my gosh. And like the, so the remote isn't functional. So I have to use the other remote to open my car. And then I have to use this little metal piece and then this broken fob to start the car. So I have to carry around three little pieces of things to start my car. Oh and I am, I am so frustrated by this because I feel like it's my own doing by not replacing that key when it, the backup key, when it happened in case something happened, like this happened to my regular one. So now I'm going to have to replace the keys and make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I already have an appointment set up on Thursday. I was at the place today getting things kind of arranged for it, but the hilarious part and kind of, I would call it the silver lining is for the next couple days, like this process for getting in my car and, tur- and turning on the ignition is hilarious. You're going to just have to take an Uber to work. Oh no, I'm going to be enjoying this ridiculousness of it. It harkens back to the red green show or something. (laughs) 
Well, that's a perfect learn because you know what? I think probably that there's people that are listening that might think to themselves, I got something that is just about to break and it's holding on by a thread. So take this as a message to go in and fix it now. So you don't end up like Jenny with a million bits trying to start her car. Well, the best part was, is before my key broke, I ordered a replacement, um, thing online for it. You can order these little cases because I saw this YouTube video of how you can do it yourself. Of course you And did. the little replacement thing was $8. And I was like, yeah, it's worth a shot. I'll Frankenstein a key together. And then it hasn't shown up yet. And then this happened. And I was like, yeah. And I can't take a chance on fixing my key and being without a key at all, obviously. Right. So this is my life right now. All right. Lesson learned. Yep. Get her done. All right. Well, let's move on to what we're doing next week. Jenny and I are going to get ourselves in the zone for the last three months of the year. And we want to make a big push as we close out 2019 to make sure that we make it the best that we can make it. So we are about to get real serious about finishing the year strong and also shaping our goals for 2020. And we hope that you'll join us. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jkouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and of course, we really hope that you do, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. And let them know it's free. Some people aren't aware that podcasts are completely free to subscribe and listen to. We would also love it so much if you would rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help more people to find the show. And we have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging... <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'm not a giggler like this. That was a good one, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. This is going to be a thing. Yeah. All right. (laughs) We got this. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. In 67 episodes, this never happened. Okay, we are not going to have the giggles. We can do this. (laughs) Put it away. Okay. Are we good? We're good.